Welcome back. You're listening to Walk-Ins Welcome with Nick Horde and Michael Ray. We are excited to bring another episode to you. We've broken the 40. I think we're well on the 45 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Even clipping on to 50 at this point. Michael, welcome to the episode. Uh, yeah, and it's it's kind of funny. Like, okay, we're up to almost 50 episodes. How do we keep coming up with things to talk about? And sometimes it's what we learn very recently. That's right. Well, because we talk to lots and lots of people, lots of urgent cares, lots of medical practices, and we're starting to hear trends. And here's a, there's some trends where we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I have discovered that in 2022, post I'm going to call it post-COVID. I, I just think we're, we've moved past it as a, as a society anyway. I'm not saying it's not there. I just think we've moved past it. Um, and the, the, the medical industry has changed because of it, right? And oh, I've yeah. seen some trends. So in 2022, we've met with dozens of urgent cares. We've worked with dozens of urgent cares. And here are the top three things that I've seen just in 2022, right? So kicking it right off. The traditional healthcare model is moving to retail healthcare. Now that sounds interesting because I when I hear retail, I, I hear uh I think of a store that right. you walk into that offers a bunch of things. Right. Well, so if you think about it, it used to way, way back in the day, you would have a custom clothier. Yep. Right. Yep. And you would go to a specialized tailor. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like late 1800s, early 1900s. All right. And then you had like the Dillards and the JC Penney's and the Macy's and these big box retailers that would pop up and then from there it trended to where you were going to uh, a mall yep. in the 80s and 90s and, and early 2000s people like the malls were crazy right? and then the outdoor malls and the outdoor malls in the mid 2000s right and now we have this weird uh they're not they want they don't want to call it an outdoor mall but it's like i'm thinking about hoover right with their new area where it's it's a walking area, but it's got like natural pieces to it. So it feels like you're just in a neighborhood almost. And that's a new trend. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I'll have to go check that out. But it's one of those, uh, it's still an outdoor mall, but we've come so accustomed to like ease of access, ease of use. And so we're enjoying it's, it's, I love how history just repeats itself. Give it enough time. The indoor mall will probably come back. Well, but, but also now you have Amazon who has the tribe, try it. Before you buy it, yep. send back sizes that don't fit you. Yep, yep. And then, of course, I use stuff like Stitch Fix. Yep. Because I hate shopping anyway. So just send me my clothes and I'll wear them. Thank so, you for telling me I look good. So convenience, right? Right. That's it, right. I think we buy more into convenience than anything at all. Like, if you had to boil something down, you'd pay the extra dollar for that convenience. Right. Nine times out of ten. Right. So, but that, I think that's going into this retail style where there's a convenience factor behind this, where you're not hopping five doctors to get something taken care of. You know what? That's exactly what I'm talking about right there. That traditional, I'm going to go to the podiatrist. I'm going to go to, and all of those people still have a place. Oh, yeah, there's a specialties for sure. But, but now there is a one-stop shop to get things that I need taken care of without waiting to book out. Like, for example, my wife has an appointment. And it's still, I, I don't even know what month we're in now. We're wrapping up August, I think. She got, yeah. she got this appointment last month in July, but the appointment isn't until October. Oh, yeah. My, you know, my wife, she's a, she has to have a cardiologist appointments. And if she wants one, it takes three or four months to yep. schedule it. Like anything, spe- it, it, right now, anything specialist related, it's not a tomorrow appointment. It's a next quarter, next year appointment. Yes, but think about that now. So now you have the specialists. And then you have what's now the retail 
yeah. buffer. So now I'm going to go to an, I'm, I'm air quoting if you're watching on YouTube, I'm an urgent care. Yeah. Right? I'm going to go to that to get medications filled. I'm going to go to that to get a, a physical or a checkup or, you know, a lot of times even the pediatric piece of it, even urgent cares for pediatrics now is a thing because you still have to wait to get into your primary doctor, mm-hmm. right? Some of them are really good. They'll see you that day if it's an emergency, but for the sniffles, like you're just going to go to, to an urgent care and they're not even calling them urgent cares the way they used to. Mm-hmm. They're calling them family cares. They're calling them immediate cares. They're primary cares. Primary so, cares. Yeah. Or they're a pediatrician plus adult care. There you go. Like they're trying that yesterday. Yeah. So they're trying to say, come here first. We'll take care of you today. And if it's something we can't handle, we'll refer you and get you taken care of that way. Uh, which sometimes, honestly, I've known in, in my world, you can get a faster appointment through a referral process with a doctor than you can going directly to a specialist. That's right. Like they, they prioritize different ways. But uh, but the reality is like they're now becoming the first stop. I, and I'm not trying to say that an urgent care is like a Walmart, but when Walmart is what convenient, well-priced, and generally has what you need. An urgent care today, it fits that they're convenient, they're well-priced, and they generally can take care of you. And if they can't, like in Walmart world, you go to a specialty store and you place an order or whatever. In this world, you go as far as you can and you have to go to the specialist to get, get you taken care of. Right. And what's even more interesting to me is it's not just the urgent care space. You're you're looking at uh, chiropractors. Yeah. Chi- we are now moving into wellness. Yeah, wellness. Yeah. Holistic approach. Yeah, holistic uh, health care. I'm pretty sure they're selling essential oils and I'm not yeah. even trying to make fun. Like I see them there now. Yeah. And then you have uh, these primary cares that are trying to become this. It's weird with primary cares because back in the day, like early 1900s, you had the family doctor. That's right. And they saw everybody. And I feel like that went away. Like you don't hear about that. And it's kind of coming back in different forms. Ours was Dr. Mac. Okay. Right. So we had a doctor. Guess who my doctor is here. I don't know either. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great question. It's, it's whatever urgent care or medical care or whatever. It's whoever's got the next appointment. Hey, hey I, I hope y'all took note of what he just said. Whatever is convenient and quick enough. That's right. Because traditional is no longer going to work. We I know, want an appointment. I we, want to see it that day. Mm. It, it's like it's like going out to dinner. Michael, if I don't have a reservation, I'm not going out. Oh, yeah. Right. And if I don't have a reservation to go to that nice restaurant, I'm going to go to the immediate need, the immediate care. Well, and, and even in today's world, like it's, it almost feels weird to walk in a re- or walk into anything and not have a long wait right now. That's right. Like there's a restaurant I go to here locally, and it's one of the only restaurants I can still walk in, get my food within five minutes, and it feels weird because I'm so trained that fast food's gone. Like fast food's now like kind of fast food. It, but it costs more than sit down. <laughs> yeah, but you get good food fast. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, but I think that's what's happening, right? Like where we're looking for quick and convenient. We, we no longer want to plan. We want to just act and go. And that's kind of where all this is starting to head that way. Where That actually leads us to the second one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because you don't want to plan. You just need to go when you want to go. Mm-hmm. You don't want wait times. Tell me about this next one. So the next one we have on the list, so is called, called the concierge model. Now you can call it a couple. Is it concierge? I call it concierge. So a concierge, like, concierge. I need a French person to call up 
or at least send us an email. We we. So anyway, this month now it could be a called a membership model. You can kind of do whatever. You, what it boils down to, it's basically you're no longer um, just showing up at a doctor, paying a fee, and going home. You're now part of a community. Essentially, inside this community is you're paying a monthly fee, a retainer. Sometimes it's paid annually, but it comes out however, right? Um, and it covers all sorts of stuff. So it gives you that confidence of I can go to my doctor and not be afraid of a health of a bill that comes later because you've already prepaid essentially. And it has, a, I, I think of it this way. Here in the South, at least in Alabama, there's uh, car wash memberships. So I'm, I have. Right. And, and people are like car wash. So right now you go and get your car wash. It's 10 to 15 bucks to get a car wash. Like it's not that cheap. Um, and so every time you go, it's 10 to $15, 10 to $15, $15. Or you pay a little more and you can go as many times as you want. And your car stays cleaner longer because you don't have the obligation of paying extra money. Take you're that. Certainly not thinking about whether or not you're going to wash your car. If I feel like it's a little dirty, I'm going to go. Yeah. If I feel like I'm a little sick or I might be getting a scratch in my throat or I might be doing this, that, or the other, I, I'm calling up my doctor. Yeah. And cause you're not having that fear. If I call them, it's going, I'm going to bill a month later in the mail. Like that, this model removes that. Yes. It seems a little upfront kind of scary. I don't know if I'll spend 500 bucks a month on a doctor, but for a lot of $500, it's not just you. It's covering, it's covering your whole family. Uh, I'm sure every model's a little different, but think about it. Well, it's too new to have a standardization. Yeah, there's no, like, this is the required law. There's none of that going on. But what it does, like, we know health insurance is wild right now. Like, what you're paying in for health insurance, what the health insurance is paying the doctors themselves for the uh, services provided, it's a big old question mark. You don't know what you're getting or anything like that. This is a lot much more predictable, which means if it's predictable, as a patient, you're going to use it more often. Uh, and then ultimately, what do we want? We want healthier people. And if they're not afraid, if you remove the barrier of cost where they already know what's going to cost, it's no surprises, they're more likely to engage with you. You're going to have better better patients, essentially. Like they're going to be healthier. You're going to take care of them better. And it's a predictable. Now, from the business side, it's a recurring model. You're not having to say, oh, I need an extra 100 patients this month. I have 100 patients that have already paid me whether they show up or not. Which sounds like, oh, it's a loss for the patient, but it's really not. Now they can just take advantage of it. It's the same with the uh, car wash. Yeah, there's gonna, it's going to rain every month, but hopefully, right? So for a car wash, when it rains, they shut down. They can't wash cars. But they have that recurring model. It's still funneling in, and no one gets mad about it because it's not going to rain every day of the month. Same thing here. I may not use my $400 worth of health care this month, but next month I might. I might use all of it and then some. Right. I may abuse it and not mean to, but I'm healthier now. Well, I, I think of that across many situations. We're talking about our car, but, you know, my HVAC system at my house, mm -hmm. we have a annual maintenance program that we pay on a monthly basis. And we can call them anytime they, that we want and they'll come out and they'll check our AC. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, when you first buy a vehicle, this isn't like all the time, but when you first buy a vehicle, uh, the first two years of maintenance on that vehicle, including oil changes, balance and rotate and all of that is included in the first two years. And you don't think about it. And so you go do it. Um, I was looking at, uh, we we talked about this on a previous episode mm -hmm. uh, of somebody that I had gone to their open house when they first opened. Um, it was Precision Chiropractic. Again, full disclosure, we don't work with them. They're just friends. But 
That being said, they are, you can't just go visit them one time. You have a payment plan over a 12 month period contract where they expect to see you more in the beginning, less in the, on the back end of that. So you start going like every week, then every two weeks. And then by month three or four, you're going once a month because they got you straightened out. Now they're just doing maintenance, mm-hmm. right? It's a concierge chiropractic model. Yeah. It's not a one and done. Chiropractors, listen up. If you had a consistent flow of patients guaranteed every single month because you had them on a subscription model, what would you do? We have a a, a, a massage therapist that we we handle all three of their locations, yeah, yeah. all of that kind of stuff, right? He has a subscription model for massage. His subscription model. You get two a month, you pay this fee, you come in twice a month. My, my wife does that, right? So Heather, Heather goes twice a month to get a massage. I don't think about it. She doesn't think about it. It's not one of those things where I'm looking at my budget going, should we do a massage this month or not? Because I'm going to have to pay whatever a month. That was already set. It's done. Well, and, and I think about it uh, in the sense of, because I, I know it's going through some, some of your minds right now. You're like, okay, I feel like this system would get abused and we would get overran and people will just start taking appointments even if they're not sick. Raise your price. One, raise your price. <laughs> Two, it's not a real fear. Um, if you're curious if this has ever worked before, go look at a buffet. Like you pay a higher fee and you think, how are they making money? Well, it's because they're betting on people have a limit. Like they're not going to show up at the doctor every single day, but inside of your plan for your concierge model, you put limits. Like we can give you five or 10 visits a month or something. Five telehealth. Yeah. And then put the limits there and then have a a la carte price. Like, oh, you went over, here's a discounted rate for the next appointment. Um, but let's think about this because this model is not meant for every patient. This model is not meant for a single guy that's 25 years old. That's never sick. It's not meant for him. It's meant for the new family that has a couple of kids that they have to go to the doctor, no matter how they cut it. Like, you know, like I have a almost three-year-old and every time she goes to church on Tuesday, she's sick for like two days and then she's fine again. So it's like, they can't get used to the germs yet. And so you're going to spend all this time going to the doctor instead of being hit up $40, $80, $200 for something random. Oh, we need an x-ray. That's an extra 500 bucks. You know, whatever it ends up being. Now I can say, yeah, go take her. And we were already paying for it. I'm also arguing here that you're taking care of a, of a secondary group of people here that may not be able to afford traditional insurance. Yeah. Or can't qualify for it. Yeah, All these different situations that pop up. It's not just for the elite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's for those people that have money. It's for people who have wealth, but it's also for a group of people who literally may have lost their job or, or maybe Cobra is too expensive, or maybe they both have to work in the gig economy. They need cover. They don't, they don't have coverage, but they still need healthcare. Yeah. Cause like so, the, the, the single thing like I know this, cause I've helped with the group plan here, a single coverage person that does not have a group plan to buy into. So they can't, their workplace does not provide health insurance. They have to buy it directly from the provider or go through the government program At, for a single healthy, like 20 something year old male or female, you're spending $400 a month on health insurance. That's right. Minimum, like plus, plus the plus the forty dollar copay every time you go, right? And then all the other things that can be mixed into that. That's just for best case scenario. Most people, this is why some people will never go to a certain workplace because they don't have healthcare coverage. Because sometimes, because I was on somebody, he's like in his forties, so a little higher risk right. in the healthcare world, and he's paying for a single. I think he's paying like fifteen hundred a month. That's a lot. That's a lot of cash. 
you're not charging fifteen hundred a month for his concierge model. You're charging a third of that, and he's getting the same level of care. So now, obviously, that's going to be for a situation where if you're in a car wreck, it's going to take care of anything over ten thousand. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Boom, you got the the bigger stuff. But the concierge model is is I want to go when I want to go. I don't want to wait in line. I want it to be specific for me. I get better service, all the different things. And it reduces patient volume. It does, for sure. Like you're, as an urgent you're care. You're taking better care of them. Yeah. As an urgent care, you may be currently seeing 5,000 patients a month. For the same money, you could be seeing half that and have a better care for those people and prevent burnout on your doctors. So just think it through. It's a new model. We've been introduced to it a couple of different ways now. And we're like, well, I guess this is the, tra-. I even asked one of the guys and he's like, yeah, membership models is the new thing. Like it's, it's a trend. It's it's a trend. It's, it's, it's going to shift. Something's going to change about it. Good or bad. It's going to change the next couple of years. I think COVID forced some of this always. Like the next one we're about to talk about is very, I think definitely was forced by COVID. Um, no but, doubt. No doubt at all. Yeah. So, but that's, uh, that's the trend right there. So the first one was the retail piece. The second one was concierge. Number three is mobile healthcare. Now, if you're from Alabama, it's not mobile, it's mobile healthcare. That's what you did there. Yeah, it reads, I read mobile when I read the word. Every, so every single time. So, Nick, let's talk about that. What are the two types of mobile healthcare? I think they fall into two camps. I think they fall into the telehealth, the televisit, which we all know. Yeah. I mean, people are, are used to that. That happened before COVID, that it was a thing but it was popularized by COVID. Yeah, right? it, it was required almost. Now, here's the, here's the thing. And telehealth keeps you mobile. Like you're not going into a physical location, but what it doesn't do is administer care. It doesn't administer care. And so that brings in the mobile healthcare. This is the, this is the doctor that gets into their mobile van or whatever, and they drive out to the house. Now, this is what you were talking about earlier where you start to see things come full circle. Mm-hmm. Doctors used to make house visits. That has been gone now for what feels like an eternity. I've never experienced a doctor coming to my house. Well, right. So I know a home inspector and his logo is a not logo, but a motto is a doctor that still makes house calls because he's because he has a doctorate. Oh, that's so good. So that was his uh, thing. But no, it is full circle. So now, you know, before we were all split up in these giant communities and and the, the car allowed us to travel so we don't have central churches and doctors anymore like the church the doctor for the community you know that's all he did he walked he went to house visit he or she went to house visit house visit house visit but then that changed here we are today and now we're starting to revisit this because convenience uh and safety like this is where now you don't have to get exposed to other things going on or get in a wreck or whatever to get to your doctor I don't know about you, like if I dread when Courtney has to go to the hospital for a visit, that's the worst experience because we're up, we have a big hospital system here and it I can get to the hospital in 20 minutes, then it takes another 10 minutes to park, and then I have to repark, and then we have to look at a map and say, Where's this the one office in this giant building? And then we spend our 20 minutes walking. That's a half a day visit for a, a 30 minute actual seeing a doctor. Now, with mobile healthcare, just sit at home. Knock, knock, knock. Hello, here, here to have your visit. Let's take care of you. If there's something we can't do here, we'll schedule it and be done. It's it sounds so easy, and it kind of is. Like I think from a doctor stand, standpoint, there's a lot going on there. But I think from a end user, a patient, it's if it doesn't cost me much more, why not? 
You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. I always like to bring one. So when I'm going to get my class three medical certificate for my pilot's license. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, in, I, I'm in Birmingham. Right now I am anyway. And this is in Clanton, Alabama. It's about, a, I don't know, an hour south of Birmingham. Yeah, it's, it's an annoying drive. And there is Dr. Foshi, who is a... I hope he's not listening, but he's an old dude. There's, there's no, there's no bones about it. He's just an old guy and he doesn't do house calls. He brings you to his house, which is something I've never seen. Like I'm, oh, I'm walking wow. up to this beautiful brick home in Clinton, knock on the door, you know, all these kind of things. Does it have like this gold ornate uh, sign on the door or something? It did. No, it was, just, <laughs> it was the most normal, pretty house you've ever seen. But I walk in, he goes, come in here, uh, Nick. He just called me Nick. And again, older guy. I walk into this little room. It's like, it, it was almost like where the dining room would be. Mm. This thing looked like it came right out of the 1950s. No, okay. I'm talking about the big old green metal yeah, yeah. Uh, examination table with the drawers. The thing looked like it weighed a ton. Did it look like a Resident it. Evil game? But it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. So I, I, I'm in there. And of course, y'all forgive me. It is what it is. I had to go pee in a cup, right? Yep. So he tells me to go into his bathroom and like, he goes, just set it up there by the toothbrushes. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> what is happening right now? So anyway, it, it just like, I, he had his, his medical bag and I can just envision this guy who's in his nineties. I can just envision him 50, 60 years ago making house calls. Yeah. I can just, cause he still had the same thing. He still had the same office like medical office furniture that he was still using. The point is, is we're coming full circle. Yeah. We're coming full circle. So we're, we're just like systemizing it differently. It is. It, 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 it's the same thing. You know what else is coming full circle? The mullet. What's that all about? Oh yeah. I know that's a little weird. The, nah. What I'm saying those things that, that are cool now used to be cool. Went completely out of style. Well, I think like the eighties came back hard. It is. Yeah. It's weird. It's, like, you get the music to catch up. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, and so um, if you if you're having a little trouble visualizing this, like okay, I I can kind of see somebody pulling up in a vehicle. I don't know how I feel about my doctor just riding around in a car all day, but just think about this. Like that that's one idea behind it. The other idea, you take your doctor, your van, or your mobile urgent care unit, not an ambulance, but like a van with stuff in it. And you go to a senior living facility where they have a hundred people that you can sit there and have a doctor's appointment with individually, like go through them. Like I know uh, from like 10 years ago, I, I knew an optometrist. He did this. He would go to a man, uh, manufacturing facility at like three or 400 people that may, now here's what's cool, right? This is where you make, you know, good money and everybody's happy. The manufacturer paid for the bill as like a bulk bill. And then it, to get their glasses checked because it helped the assembly line be better because everybody had good glasses on. There wasn't a vision issue um, from a senior living facility. Maybe they buy a discounted rate from you. Hey, we have 50 patients here. We're going to make it where they only pay you $10 and we'll pay the additional 30 per patient. And then you win. And then everyone's happy because that that's an additional benefit to the senior living facility. That's an additional benefit to the uh, an individual resident. And then you're still getting paid. And you sat in one spot. You didn't even have to have a building to make it happen. Like you just went somewhere. So you get rid of some capital expenses too, which is amazing. Mm, that's good. Well, but let's, let's recap. 
top three trends for 2022. That was that a fast episode. That, we, that we've come across. Well, I recap, we can keep going, but. Yeah, so number one, retail. Traditional to retail. That's. Get in, get out, yep. get well. Yep. Period. No, no waits. Appointment same day. Let's get this done. I'm, I'm busy. I'm not going to plan. Number two, concierge model. So membership base. This is where you're taking care of people regularly, not on a per charge basis, but on a monthly charge basis. Really helpful for new families. Mobile health care. It can be traditional telehealth that we're very used to now, or literally a van with a sticker on the side and a doctor inside of it going places, making house calls or going to facilities and taking care of people. That's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing. I've seen some cool applications around this too. Right? Yeah, yeah. We got to give a shout out to Xperity because you know they do the the online scheduler. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we came across this really cool software called Spruce Health. Yeah, and, and that like ties it all together. It, it, it pulls it together exactly. It pulls the well. It pulls number two and number three together. I should say that. So the concierge model and the mobile healthcare it pulls that together because what it does is it reduces the visitation because now you're having communication through an app with your medical provider. It, it just centralizes everything. And take a picture of what's going on. Hey, send a text to my doctor. They'll get back to you. Or, hey, schedule something right there in the app. And it's just a super cool model for the concierge of the mobile health. And you give it enough time because, I mean, I know the tools are out there, but if you give it enough time, there will be tool diagnostic tools that people can plug into their phone or connect to Bluetooth and give a doctor a live feed of what's going on. Sure, well, Apple Watch will do that now. Right. right. I mean, Apple Watch has saved people's lives. Like sure. I, like people where it says, hey, you're having a heart attack, go to go to emergency. Like that's a real alert on Apple Watch. And that's uh, that's saved people's lives before. So that technology is there. I've seen technology where they'll send you literally, um, I forget what it's called, but it plugs into your phone or by Bluetooth and it allows to get all this diagnostic information. And... If you're a big brother person, your camera on your phone can now read enough information off of your face where it knows what's going on from all sorts of things. So it's coming, whether you like it or not, it's coming. Changes are coming. So whatever you're doing now, I guarantee you 10 years from now, you're going to have to start rethinking. And these are the trends we're seeing right now. So. Michael, that's cool, man. Some neat things that are happening in the healthcare industry, not only just in, in medical, but like also chiropractic care, massage care, all these different areas that we touch, dental care, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like all of these different medical practices that we work with, they're all trying to figure out where is the market going and how do I start to get there? And, and we want this, not just this podcast episode, but this podcast as a whole to not only be teaching you how to market in that area, but also teaching you, hey, that's where the puck's going. Let's go over there. Well, I even talking about uh, like dental care. So there's an orthodontist client that we have, and he he is today they're able to 3D print uh, molds. Right. So they don't have to send it off anymore. They literally, while you're sitting there, they can start 3D printing a mold and go in with the software, make the adjustments for your aligners. And it's just that used to be like a huge process. Now it's like, oh, I did it with, with my laptop while we were waiting. Like that's where we've gone so just i feel like doctor like healthcare is on the cusp of technology and then sometimes they're just taking forever and then all of a sudden it becomes a standard and we don't even realize it well it's it's but it's this right here number one mm -hmm. you have the traditional model mm -hmm. and then you have the retail model and just like walmart and amazon and stitch fix and all these different places they are looking to the future of way of the way people want to do business even in their healthcare. 
and they are the ones driving the technology and the change, not the traditional folks. So there's nothing wrong with you if you're traditional. I understand, like, you know, you've forgotten more about medicine than I'll ever know. I get that, right? But but remember, the hardware store's gone. There is no Best Buy. (laughs) There is no Blockbusters. Don't, like, forget to think about where everything is going and prepare yourself for it. Yep. And it and if you like what you're doing now, give it 15 years. It's going to be cool again. You're good. Yeah, everything comes back around. Everything keeps coming back around. Michael, what a great episode. I enjoy talking trends with you today. Yep. Anything you want to leave with our listeners today? Uh, so we actually have some more interviews coming up. Uh, we have one that she had to reschedule on and she wasn't feeling good, but she's coming up next week. So we'll get to probably like three episodes from now. You'll get to hear from a... 30 location urgent care. That's exciting. Which is really cool because that kind of shows where, if you're at like five, what 30 looks like, uh, how to get there. So we're excited to talk to her. Uh, can't wait for that one. We're also bringing up, uh, trying to schedule having somebody who does have a mobile yeah. urgent care. Yeah. And what kind of started this whole conversation, like he he's on board talking with us. We're in process of the initial conversation, but he even said, he's like, I'm one of the only ones I know. There's only like, maybe two other companies out there that's doing this and I want to build it. So uh, we're excited to bring him on to get there to good and bad, right? Like we think it's pretty cool, but I'm sure there are some cons mixed in there that we didn't think about. Hey, if you like this episode and you're enjoying what we're doing over here at Walk-Ins Welcome, it would mean the world to us if you would leave us a review on Apple or Google or wherever you listen. Or especially to Spotify. Spotify. We need some love on Spotify. I was checking last night. And I was like, we need some ratings on here. This is good hook, stuff. Hook us up. I'm going to go leave fake reviews if you don't. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But I do want to thank you uh, for listening. What you do matters. The impact you're making on your compute community matters. And we're proud to bring this to you each and every week. Drops on Wednesday. See ya. All right, we'll see you soon.